This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. The feds may have done the impossible to avoid a recession for now. Oil prices surge has vanished despite OPEC's efforts, and Trump says he'll use massive portions of the federal law enforcement agencies to keep immigrants out. These are the top three headlines in this week's weekly business briefs. First up, the Federal Reserve may have achieved seemingly impossible by preventing a recession, at least. For the time being, according to CNN, the Fed spent the past 20 months doing everything in its power to slow America's economy down to combat runaway inflation with full awareness that it could inadvertently cause millions of Americans to lose their job. It hiked its key interest rate target 11 times over that span at a historic Pace. The Fed hadn't raised rates so much and fast since America's last inflation crisis 40 years ago. And in 1980, the Fed hiked rates so high that it plunged the economy into the deepest recession since the Great Depression. The Fed also sold off trillions of dollars of bonds and other debt it had bought up over the years, sapping demand for treasuries, which pushed yields higher. Consumer loans, mortgages, credit cards, and other lending rates tied to those yield surge, devastating America's housing market, which is on pace for its worst year since 1993. This makes sense as mortgage demand is down to the lowest level since 1992. So this is right in line to the Mortgage Bankers Association data they shared with us recently. Yet, Nearly two years into the Fed's campaign to slow America's economy, it may have done the impossible, rain in inflation without plunging us into a recession. Hmm, we'll have to wait and see about that one, baby. To be fair, practically no one is a fan of America's economy right now, sinking President Joe Biden's favorability ratings, but jobs are booming, consumers are still spending, and the situation could be a whole lot worse. America's economy grew at an electric analyzed rate of 5.2% last year, a stunning achievement considering the stress the Fed put on it. If the Fed avoids a recession, its remarkable goal would have been accomplished with a combination of lucky and ingenuity. Next up, oil's 2023 price surge has vanished despite OPEC's efforts. Reported by Yahoo Finance, after seeing prices at the pump surge from $2.67 in January to $5 per gallon in the summer, the oil industry is on pace to end the year in negative territory. I'm a capitalist, guys. I am not one to see capitalists like myself or businesses end in negative territory. These guys, these guys here, I'm going to finish reading this in a moment here. But these guys here intentionally cut production to increase the price for us at the pump. Let me continue on with this. 
The supply and demand mismatch that's shaping the first half of 2023 has inverted thanks to the oversupply and slowing demand sending oil prices down 4.5% year to date and 22% lower than 2022's average. And it's all in spite of the effort of OPEC to keep prices high. For the past year, OPEC, the consortium of oil producers led by Saudi Arabia, has been using output cuts to keep a price floor on oil, a level many analysts see as $80 per barrel. And I quote, OPEC needs higher prices to meet their domestic budget, spending considerations, Andy Lippo, president of Lippo Oil Associates, said earlier this year, OPEC will continue to take preemptive actions when prices fall. So he's basically saying that they're going to do whatever they have to do to make sure that they keep prices high and that their profits continue to rise, right? This is what they're saying. And it's had to with most demand falling significantly, he says, okay? Denise Kisler, senior vice president at Bulk, Financial told Yahoo Finance only the U.S. and India's demand has remained strong, but it also looks to be slipping as we come into year end. But the deeper production cuts announced in early December by OPEC weren't enough to stop the downward trend move. In less than a week since OPEC announcement was made, WTI and Brent were down by $5 per barrel or roughly 6%. While OPEC production cuts and unilateral reduction from Saudi Arabia were taking place throughout this year, non-OPEC producers have been pumping up their output. The U.S., guys, the United States of America, exported a record amount of crude in the first half of the year, diminishing the effects of OPEC cuts. I want to stop right here because when the president went into office, our current president, President Biden, went into office, he he just stopped giving out permits for drilling. He's slowed down tremendously. He slowed down tremendously the output of oil in our country. Now, Saudi Arabia decided to cut out their output, right, so that you and I and the consumers, the American consumers, pay higher dollars at the pump, which we saw in the summer due to the move the president did. I mean, guys, pay attention. Due to the the move the president did a few years ago, now we're going into an election year and the president of the our country had the largest exported, the, the U.S. exported a record amount of crude oil in the first half of the year. Ain't that a coincidence as we're going into an election year? Ain't it a coincidence how we're now paying significantly lower than we've been paying all year for gas prices? Lastly, Trump says he'll use massive portions of the federal law enforcement government to keep the immigrants out. According to the Rolling Stone, Donald Trump continued his weekend stump following up his appearance in Durham, New Hampshire on Saturday with another commit to caucus rally in Reno, Nevada at the Reno Sparks Convention on Sunday. The Nevada Republican Party will be hosting a caucus on February 8th, which the former president referenced several times during his speech, asking everyone in attendance to make sure they turn out and bring their friends. On Sunday, he said, should he return to office, he's going to order massive portions of federal law enforcement to pivot to immigration because immigrants who come into the United States are from prisons, mental institutions, and or are gang members as Trump tells it during rallies. And I quote, I will shift massive portions of federal law enforcement to immigration enforcement, including parts of the DEA, ATF, 
FBI, DHS, he said to Cheers on Sunday. And I will make it clear that we must use any and all, all resources needed to stop the invasion of our country, including moving thousands of troops currently stationed overseas in countries that don't like us. I mean, this is common sense stuff, guys. If there's a country that doesn't like us, you're the president of the United States. Why do we have our troops here? We're, we're exposing our troops. I just, I mean, these people in these places are making bigger decisions. They're smarter. They, they, they're, they're making decisions on a higher level and they see things I can't see. I get it. I mean, this is to me, it's more logic, common sense stuff. Why are we there? People with countries that don't like us. Anyways, quote, they laughed at our current president. They think he's a fool and we shouldn't be there, he says. Trump continued. We shouldn't be there. We have to protect our own borders first, common sense to me, before we defend the borders of foreign countries. We have to get our act together. We have to be able to do it for ourselves. His remarks follow Rolling Stone's reporting last week that Trump plans to send a vast number of U.S. troops, potentially hundreds of thousands, to close the southern border and help build a network of immigrant detention camps should he serve a second term. Do you agree with Trump's action to keep the immigrants out? Let me know in the comments below. Let's discuss. And this has been your weekly business brief. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierrichcapital.com for more details.